0: This is season nine of Limited Appeal. Nine.
1: Nine? Oop. Sorry. <coughs> I'm here. Paying attention. <laughs> oh. This is, this
2: is
0: uh, awesome.
1: This episode is, motivational sneakers.
0: Oh I don't know. Uh, it might make sense if yeah.
2: it's got as good a chance as any of making sense.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, motivation and uh, sneakers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we heard I, both words figured, earlier. Figured I, both I put the, I uh, put
1: the two words together in a in, yeah.
0: With an "o" in between.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You got it.
2: Who could be the the DJ Anthony Robbins?
1: Oh, that would be cool. Spin him, Tony.
2: Welcome to Urban Legend, believe it or not.
0: Did you know that before every game, famous Canadian basketball player Steve Nash watches the final game in the movie Teen Wolf for inspiration? (laughs) And if you don't recall, the 1980s smash hit Teen Wolf features a diminutive Michael J. Fox, a fellow Canadian who leads a team to victory. And it's also why Steve Nash has such fondness for fat people, because the if you if you remember the show, the fat guy on the team, Chubbs, I think his name was, sinks the <laughs> final basket to win the game, and Steve Nash has always begged his coaches to bring a fat guy onto their team. <laughs> oh
1: <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Named Chubbs. Yeah. Good, yeah. It's a good. Yeah. Do you think that out. was his <laughs> real name?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think so.
2: <laughs> if so, I guess his parents kind of. Set out the roadmap for his life by naming him that <laughs> kind of a fucked up thing. Well,
0: he might have been a fat baby.
2: Uh, I don't know. So uh, yeah, I don't know that I ever even saw this movie. So what was the what was the wolf party? Was a werewolf or something?
0: Yeah. And was he a werewolf
2: while he was playing basketball?
0: Well, well, see, that's the thing. When he was a werewolf, he was a really good basketball player. He could dunk and everything. He was yeah. by far the best player. But the other players got jealous so then he decided in the final game he would not be the wolf and the whole team would you know step up and they actually won thanks to the fat kid
1: <laughs> well, thanks, to the, thanks to the fat kid if his one basket
0: <laughs> yeah. hey if you get the game-winning basket who cares about the rest of the game
1: is that how it works
0: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah i guess if uh, once you get that one you didn't need all the other
0: ones well, who cares about the others? As long If you sink the winning basket, that's all that matters.
2: So that sort of goes against the, the message that they seem to be trying to provide, because he was the, the one guy that was really carrying the team, and they're trying to say, well, in this last game, we want to win this as a team. Yeah. And you're saying that the only guy that mattered was Chubbs in the end.
0: Well, no, he was the hero. I mean, it's great the whole team won, so everyone feels good, but like they, they lifted, well, a whole bunch of them lifted the fat guy <laughs> wow. on, their, on their shoulders and carried him out. So good for him.
2: Yeah, okay. Uh, I think I've gotten, uh, I've lost sight of where we're going with this. What's the urban legend that Steve Nash watches this movie air before every game he plays? Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: kind of a shitty urban legend.
2: Yeah, I and mean, you know, as usual, I'm sure totally bullshit. But I don't well, know.
1: it's true. But yeah, yeah. How long is this is this uh, game on film? Uh, How I much time shit. does it take him to watch this?
0: It's about 15 minutes, I think. Oh, he just watches the last game of it. Oh yeah, he's not a werewolf, <laughs> right? <laughs> so the rest of the game wouldn't help.
1: So was he terrible when he wasn't a werewolf?
2: Oh, yeah. So you think Steve Nash would really get some inspiration from that?
0: Well, if you watched last game, Michael J. Fox passes a lot. He sets up all his other teammates and they score.
2: Steve Nash passes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He also scores a
0: lot. He also constantly petitions the team management to change their team name to the Beavers.
1: So Steve Nash? Yeah, Steve Nash. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, is that the name of the team? Yeah. That uh, just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I no idea.
0: I forgot that part. Yeah. You, you Steve <laughs> wanted me to mention that part, too. make up that part. Well,
2: so you're saying this is coming directly from Steve Nash? Yep. Well, it's not really an urban legend, then, is it? No.
0: Well, see, now I'm at a crossroads here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I seem to have convinced
1: you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, there's sort of a logical problem with this urban legend. Either you've convinced us, and it's not an urban legend, or it's an urban legend, and you haven't convinced us.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, I I want to go back to the start because you said a diminutive Michael J. Fox was he like shrunk by a laser? No,
0: no, no. He's just a diminutive fellow. Oh, so it wasn't a diminutive
2: version of himself.
0: No, I just wanted people to know that Michael J. Fox isn't very tall.
1: Yeah, see, I don't think you should use that phrasing then.
0: He watches a diminutive basketball player played by Michael J. Fox.
1: Yes, exactly. I mean,
2: guaranteed he's reading this off some, you know, off IMDb or something, so... That's how Steve Nash sent me the email. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> so, how tall? What's the difference? Do you think between Michael J. Fox and Steve Nash in terms of height? Yeah, Steve Nash is probably pretty tall, but he just looks short. Yeah, because he, yeah.
0: he basketball. That's He's my sure. problem too. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you hang around a lot of seven-foot-tall guys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I look short. Yeah.
2: But I'm quite tall.
0: Exactly. He's 1.91 meters six foot three Wow he's tall <laughs> Michael J Fox is five foot four.
1: Oh, I was way off yeah.
2: yeah so Steve Nash is like a foot taller than him yeah I don't think you could call Steve Nash diminutive
0: well no but in comparison
2: to the players you know so he's your point is is that he sees the similarity in his context yeah Can you send us the emails that Steve Nash sent to you since this is no longer an urban legend?
0: Sure, yeah, well, I did send them already. Really? You didn't get it? No. Hmm. (laughs) Must be your new computer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since I sent them, I don't have them anymore because I sent them. Because that's the way email (laughs) works. I mailed them to you (laughs) electronically? (laughs) No.
2: So what? You printed them off and sent them to me?
0: No, in the two field, I just put your address. Your street address? <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Canada Post should do that.
1: What? See, so you email Canada Post and say, "Can no, you please print no. this shit out?"
0: You just put in an address in the two field, and it'll get sent to Canada Post to print out whatever it is and send it.
1: Well, that's, what that's exactly what I just fucking said. <laughs> then,
0: then yes. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, not
2: that. <laughs> Don't be an ass. <laughs> that's totally different. Let me explain to you.
0: <laughs> That'll keep them afloat for another week.
1: When <laughs> I, how do they make any money out of this? How do they
0: make any money anyways? Hostage. Trying to figure that out.
1: Okay. How do you pay postage when you just put a fucking address in the email field?
0: That's the because you get a little checkbox to agree to pay your fifty cents. Oh, so you got to send like a credit card or
2: something along with this? They all, yeah. Oh wow.
0: Or PayPal, or you just get an account and then they'll send you a bill in the mail. In the mail first. And what? Why am I not emailing the person? <laughs> In case you need a written copy. Ah. Like, if you're sending something to your grandmother, she might want a hard copy of it. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: she might not have a computer.
1: Does your, I was going to say, does your grandma just print out all your emails and then read them?
0: No, she my grandmother doesn't have a computer. So, <clears throat> so she'd probably appreciate that.
2: This kind of reminds me of, like, years and years ago when I was doing tech support for internet stuff. And I remember this old guy phoning me one time, and he's telling me he's having, you know, his email is not working. Like, there's a problem with our service because his emails are not going through. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to figure out what the issue is. And, you know, very quickly it becomes clear that this guy, like, he's trying to send an email to his buddy, you know, Jimmy Smith or whatever. And he tells
1: me,
2: yeah, Jimsel Smith. And uh, he's telling me, yeah, like I, I said, I tried, I sent it to, you know, like Jim Smith, and I sent it to Jim Z O Smith, and I said, like, he fucking just tried a billion different things in the two field, and I'm not sure that any of them were even email addresses. <laughs> Actually, I think he named off, but he just tried like a thousand like combinations and permutations of what he thought the guy's email address might be. And of course, none of them went through And I'm like, well, imagine that this is like the, you know, Canada Post. If you send out a thousand, well, I didn't start out with this, but the guy was just not getting the concept. And I'm just like, if you sent out letters with just random email (laughs) or random like addresses on them, they would all come back to you, right? Like if there's no house there, they don't deliver it. So you actually have to find out what the guy's address is and send it to that address. He's like, oh, okay. I just love that he thought that if you just put a bunch of different things in there.
1: I could probably guess his address, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's That's going to be something like this. Like, if I put, you know, 50 of these in there, like, I'm sure one of them will get through a ring.
0: That's some good (laughs) tech support there, John.
1: I was going to say, how long did this conversation last?
0: I don't know. It probably didn't last that long. But at the end, he was like, oh, okay. And it sounded like he really understood
1: that. Well, he
2: might have. I, I have no fucking idea. Right now, I'm describing it as probably a lot more sarcastic than I really was with them, but I think I felt like being a little sarcastic. But yeah. It seemed like a very uh, random approach to sending email. It does. And then blaming the service provider.
1: That's you guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've Your fucking shit doesn't emails, work at all. And my friend, Jim Smith, isn't getting any of them. Jim's also. Neither Jim's is Jim Z. <laughs> that's another guy.
2: Yeah, fucking clown. Exactly. Okay. What a clown!
0: That's the end of the show.
1: That's right. So uh, that's it.
0: Thanks for listening. You made it. <laughs> To hear more episodes, go to our website at limitedappeal.net.
2: And you can subscribe to our podcast on the iTunes Music Store. Just search for Limited Appeal.
1: And if you want to send us a message, email us at at limitedappeal.net.
2: In case you were expecting something, this is what you get. By the way, fuck you guys. I'm out of here.
1: you did you get a chance to read his message <laughs> wonder what he was trying to say did no you I
2: didn't No, I didn't get a chance to read his message no
1: did you have access to that shit were you like NSA spying on uh, people
2: uh no I mean
0: you can't we, admit it
2: yeah no I mean <laughs> in you know in theory I suppose we could have looked at people's mailboxes we definitely could have I never did I mean Partly because it would be wrong, but partly because I actually had shit to do, and it's not like I just sat around and read other people's email, but, you know, technically you could, I suppose.
0: He
1: did. <laughs> yeah.